0: Hi, friends. Welcome back to Tea Time.
1: We are
0: back. We are <laughs> back. We are back. After many months of not hearing that sound, it didn't get any better. Hmm. Hmm. It should have. No, <laughs> It didn't. <laughs> How are you guys? We miss you.
1: We do miss you and we are here and we are excited and we are also glad that this is a podcast and not a live video stream because I look horrendous right now. (laughs)
0: We're literally sitting in our closet. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! In our 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 new house. Yeah.
1: That's an update we have for you all.
0: A new house. The wedding is coming in like three months.
1: Yep. Less than three months. I think today is 89 days.
0: 89 days. Wow. I graduated last week.
1: Yep, you did graduate. Um, Super exciting. She is getting her first job, her first big kid Ew. job pretty soon, so that's exciting. And I also have some fun school updates. I'll be starting um, a doctoral program in the fall, so that's really exciting too.
0: Smarty farty. Smarty farty. Love that for you. <laughs> so today, we're going to talk about... Bo's name change. Woo!
1: Yeah, I guess that's another update too. That is sort of an update and also the topic of the episode. But yes, um, I officially got my legal name change on March seventh of this year. So you know, just a couple months ago, um, my full name is Bo Alexander Shannock. Woo! Woo! Chime the cheers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pick that name?
1: Well, Bo is the name I've been going by now for three years. Shanik is my last <laughs> name.
0: <laughs> Riveting.
1: <laughs> um, but I picked Alexander mostly just because I really like it. Um, and I am also Greek and Syrian and grew up learning, learning a lot about and cooking a lot of Mediterranean cuisine, eating a lot of cuisine. So Alexander is a Greek name, and I thought I'd take it just to feel a little bit closer to um, those roots and also to those good memories.
0: I like it. It does. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Bo Alexander Shannon.
1: Yeah. If anyone has any good ideas, we've been trying to think of some good, like, acronyms for BAS. If anyone has any good ones, feel free to send them in our way.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. So how did we get here? What happened? How did you change your name?
1: So for our county... I didn't really think it was that difficult. Essentially, we just followed the trans equality and um, the Equitas Health guidelines, um, which you you found those for me, right? You just find them on their website.
0: Yeah. So I essentially just googled Ohio trans name change, yeah. and a bunch of good resources popped up of what you need to do, where you should go for your county. It was great.
1: Yeah, because it is. It's important to know that it's different for each county, so. Um, taking a a look at those websites first would probably be the most beneficial, just so you don't get too far into a rabbit hole and then realize, oh, wait, it's (laughs) county-specific. Um, but it's not too difficult, really. After that, you just fill out the form with your current name, um, your desired name, the reasons for why you're changing your name. Um, and also those websites are helpful because they do have some templated, Um, responses to your your reasons Mm -hmm. I think mine was something just generally along the lines of like this is I'm a transgender person this is the name that I have been living by for the past x amount of years um and this helps me feel more what is it like identify
0: I think the guideline said my I've been going by x name for x amount of years and it conforms with my gender identity
1: yeah yeah They have, yeah, like, they have a bunch of templates, too, so it'll help you out with writing it. Um, Then you take it to the local courthouse, um, and they set up your court date. For me, it wasn't too long after. It was within, like, a month. Yeah. It was pretty
0: fast turnaround.
1: Yeah, it was pretty fast. Um, You take it there, and then, yeah, then you just show up at the courthouse and go through that process.
0: Can we talk about the day you got your (laughs) name changed? It was wild.
1: It was wild. It was not what we were expecting. Um, I am very privileged and grateful because the judge that presided, I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. what you say, but um, the judge who was present was very, very friendly. Um, He also, I guess, has done a lot of these name changes in the recent past, in the past few years. Um, So it's sort of just like a routine thing at this point. And we were literally in the room... For 90 seconds, yeah, like 90 seconds, like literally sat down. He asked me like three or four yes or no questions, literally just confirming my name, my address, whatever, and my date of birth, maybe. And then, literally, was like, This is what you want to change it to, spells it out just to make sure they have everything correct, and then. I said yes, and he's like, "Okay, it's changed by the by power in me, whatever." And I was like, "Whoa!"
0: Literally, we got there, we waited for much longer than Mm -hmm. it actually took. So we got there, we waited. He walked us back. It was literally just Bo, myself, and the judge. We sat there, and he was like, "Okay, I have to like turn on this recording, and we'll do it." And it times you Mm -hmm. and it was literally a minute and a half the whole thing beginning to end right and then at the end he was so cute as we were walking out like a bunch of times he just kept saying like congrats Bo like happy for you Bo and just like kept saying his new name and it was so cute it
1: was so cute I think he even might have said my middle name too I think he might have said like okay, Bo Alexander. Yeah. And I was like, that is so sweet, especially because I was literally making the biggest fuss about it in my head. Like, so nervous. So nervous. And really, I had no reason to be. I mean, it's fair to be nervous, but I had no reason
0: to be. Sure. Absolutely. Um, So you got your driver's license and social security card changed also. Mm -hmm. Anything special you had to do to get those?
1: So- I would recommend getting your social security card first, um, especially in the state of Ohio because, well, actually, I think that's a federal thing. The compliance licenses, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, that's federally. So then, yeah, regardless, I would recommend getting your social security card first, um, simply because at least in Ohio, you need that so that you can get the compliant license, which we all have to get in a a year from now anyways, Mm -hmm. next May. Um, I did it the other way because I didn't know Um, and I got my license first and that process was like super easy and quick. It was they were super nice there. You just go in and you have to take in um, whenever you get your name changed you get a bunch of copies of your name change document Um, so you have to sort of compile a huge list of documents. I had a big bulky folder I'd Mm -hmm. taken with me everywhere Um, and it's just like your name change document, your Um, birth certificate your current social security you need a couple of proofs of residency to show your address Um, and yeah you just go in and it's just like the process of getting your you know first license it was pretty easy Um, and the social security process was actually easier and quicker I Mm -hmm. I guess not easier but just quicker than the license process I waited longer than it took for me to get the -hmm. application and everything in um, I do recommend filling out the application before you go in because it does save you some time. You found those for me, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Again, they um the trans equality document that I that we can post for everyone mm-hmm. kind of outlines where to get the, all those documents based on your state.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it, the process was honestly not difficult, to, especially for governmental processes, which we usually probably associate with super slow. Turnaround times mm-hmm. and whatnot, it really was not bad. Within, I think, within like a week of the social security um, visit, I had my new social security card in the mail. And then within like 10 to 12 days, I had my license. So it was super quick.
0: Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think we got eight to 10 copies, certified copies of mm-hmm. your name change report. And they have been like gold. Like we mm-hmm. had to rent a car to go to my graduation. And we went there and the names weren't matching up and it was like confusing. He just showed them that piece of paper and they're like, oh, it's all good. They were like magic.
1: Yeah, we haven't had any issues with showing that to anyone.
0: Yeah. So I know, like Bo said, he was very nervous Mm -hmm. to go to the court to get his name changed as everyone probably is. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a couple tips that we wanted to give. Um, One... I think it's a very, very, very sad that we have to give this tip. Um, But based on other trans individuals we have talked to that have gotten their name changed and the experience with Bo, I think it would benefit everyone to kind of look as stereotypical, (laughs) I guess, of your gender identity as you can Mm -hmm. if you are changing to a more feminine name kind of wear more feminine clothing mm-hmm. same the other way around I think it's really unfortunate to give that tip but there is such a thing as quote passing privilege mm-hmm. and based on w- the people we've talked to and the things we've read people who look more aligned with their gender identity typically get better results when going to get their name changed
1: yeah it's a really unfortunate tip to give um but I guess unfortunately it's true um at least probably in a lot of circumstances, especially like, and I think we say that for your safety. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, I guess you know where you live. If you live in in an area that's um, progressive and outwardly supportive and accepting and validating of trans identities, then by all means, you know, go as yourself, be as vibrant of yourself as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it's just sort of a case by case situation, just sort of monitor your your area and know maybe what you could be walking into.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely.
1: And then another tip is just to take loved ones with you. Um, Lauren and I went and you know her being there really helped my nerves Um, and also it was an exciting like landmark moment in my life and so of course like you want to take if you if you feel comfortable if you want to do so you want to take people that um, are supportive of you and that love you and that you love and just to celebrate. It's a moment of celebration.
0: Mm -hmm. Also something related to name changes that is a little bit to celebrate in Ohio at least is that they got rid of the requirement that you have to post your name change in the newspaper which just unnecessarily out a bunch of trans people in your community in Ohio. So they did away with that. So that was really exciting to see that it was getting more normalized and easier and safer for trans people to go and get their names changed.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. And I because I was terrified the months leading up to like months and months leading up to it. I remember we had done research and it literally I think the law literally had changed like a month prior to me getting my Mm -hmm. name changed. So I was very lucky about that um but yeah you used to have to like post in your local newspaper and Mm -hmm. like notify everyone and I guess notify
0: them of what like who cares
1: but I guess also wasn't that a thing also for like getting married I don't know I just just, like stupid in general like who cares
0: get out of everybody's business
1: (laughs) right but if you live in Ohio now um you no longer have to do that and it was 160 dollars so um it does cost money um but yes, that was what it was. It was $160, and that covered the name change, and you got all of your name change certificates and mm-hmm. the court and everything. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, do you recall how much it was for your license and social security t- card in terms of cost?
1: Social security, I believe, was free. Mm-hmm. Um, And then my license was only like $27 or something. Mm-hmm. It was $27 in some sense. I think it ended up at like 29 something. So it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's unfortunate that I have to get another one because yeah. I was not mm. able to get the <laughs> compliant one. But still, it wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah. And again, that will vary based on your county and location. But right. I bet it'll be around those prices. Right, right. Next up, (laughs) we have a story for you. I think it deserves a second. uh... Okay.
1: (sighs) Ah, because it is piping hot tea. (laughs)
0: Okay. The following story is an unfortunate example in the inappropriate over-sexualization of trans people.
1: Right. So we just want to give a little disclaimer here at um the start of this story time. We love us some sex workers. Okay? Yeah, we do. Love it. Snaps to sex workers. Sex work is great. We support it. We are advocates. We are all about it. No shame for sex workers. We just want to give you all that disclaimer before we move into this story time
0: yes no absolutely make your money
1: absolutely make your money queens
0: boy okay <laughs> so a couple months ago i believe it was in february
1: on the eve of nothing <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs>
0: Bo and I are sitting on the couch and he gets a notification on Twitter Mm -hmm. and everyone gets these notifications unless you turn them off Mm -hmm. like your contact so-and-so is now on Twitter and it like shows you their profile basically
1: their username everything
0: so this pops up on Bo's phone, and while their numbers are blocked, he mm-hmm. still has Alex's phone numbers, like in his contacts or whatever. So it was in Alex.
1: And I would imagine too; it's because the account is public. It's not right. a private account. I I don't know, and I don't. I'm not. I don't even know how to turn off those notifications. Yeah,
0: Grandpa. I'm <laughs> sure you don't.
1: But I would. I think that that's important too to note is that it is a public account, and that's why I believe I got that notification. I did right. not seek it out at all. <laughs>
0: right. Just popped up. Right. His phone. Right. So we're we're curious, mm-hmm. right? Because the profile name was not ominous like we were 95.5 mm-hmm. percent sure who it was right. the name was on the account right right but we were confused so we clicked on it and nothing was posted on this profile no likes no whatever just like following five accounts or whatever mm-hmm. so again we're still just trying to confirm that we this is who we think it is and we click on the account and like following of the Mm -hmm. five followers and there's one just like organizational account that like everybody knows who it is blah 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 and then the other ones are all sex workers again okay fine view your porn on twitter i guess Mm -hmm. if that's what you choose to do however three of the four were trans women Mm -hmm. sex workers
1: right and i think also just to say that we won't name the organizational account because we don't want to give away any sort of personally identifying information Mm -hmm. or gender or anything, but we'll just say that the organization that they followed is stereotypical with this person's personality, I guess, like something that you would expect them to follow on Twitter. And then, yes, the four um, porn accounts, and yes, one was a cis person, and then the other three (laughs) were trans women.
0: Right. So we're feeling a little not great about that. Mm -hmm. Um, At the current time, immediately before viewing this episode, we went back and looked at the account, and currently they are following 38 people, Yes, 36 of whom are trans women porn accounts.
1: Yes. So I think that before we discuss further, we want to just say that This is an issue not because this individual... Okay, pause. This is an issue not because of trans porn... Correct. ...not because of trans porn accounts. Correct. Full disclosure, Lauren and I have both viewed trans porn before. Like, it's a normal thing. Nothing wrong with it. Again, make your money queens. Right. Love it. No problem with that. The problem is because of the fact that this person already does not believe in the valid existence of trans bodies Mm -hmm. and therefore is following and very religiously following apparently if they got Mm -hmm. 36 accounts trans porn accounts and simultaneously do not believe in the valid existence of trans bodies that is a very 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 big issue because of the fact that it is sexually objectifying trans trans bodies without even believing really that trans bodies are real.
0: Right. Disgusting. Very objectifying, dehumanizing, mm-hmm. just overall invalidating this person, like very transphobic as we know. I think another element that made us really uncomfortable to like learn about this was that they have a history of sexualizing you specifically before mm-hmm. or participating in the sexualization of you in
1: conversations right maybe they themselves not that we know of they themselves maybe never did that explicitly but participated in conversations where others did right yes correct just to make it clear we don't want any sort of right misconstrui- nothing, misconstruing true misconstruing right
0: nothing physical just yes right verbal and Just knowing how adamantly they essentially told you you were wrong and like not like basically like you said that trans people don't exist Mm -hmm. and then like this is (sighs) what you choose to do. It's just confusing.
1: (laughs) Very confusing and just honestly very disturbing to me just I don't know it's just given our history. It's just right. very disturbing. And, like, we also want to note that watching trans porn and also engaging in trans sex workers or engaging with trans sex workers does not label your sexuality in any way. No. So, like, that has nothing to do with this person's sexuality. No. Um, And we're not insinuating that. It's for the sole fact that this person is a transphobe. Right. (laughs) And, like, that's the issue here. Like, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the actual accounts themselves.
0: Right. No, absolutely. And after a very quick Google search about transphobes watching trans porn so many things came up (laughs) it's not uncommon and it just angers me that the individuals that are hateful and occasionally violent towards trans individuals try to benefit from trans content
1: yeah yeah i'm mad i'm mad (laughs) we're pissed we're pissed (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. I We just wanted to share that with everyone because not only is it a moment of just a problematic thing and, mm-hmm. and an issue, but... Yeah, we were very perplexed when we saw it, and I can say that we're very perplexed as we see the numbers continue to rise. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're, like, wrong for continuously looking at this account, but also it's just a moment of human curiosity. Right, <laughs> don't nothing... worry.
0: It'll be deleted as yeah. soon as Amazon episode <laughs>
1: is released. <laughs> I'm sure it will. But yeah, we just wanted to share that with you all, and I guess just use it as a moment even of education and just speaking to... um. The issue of hypersexualizing mm-hmm. trans bodies and why that's problematic. Again, not the trans porn itself. We just want to be very clear about that. Not the trans porn. You're a trans sex worker, trans porn creator. That's me snapping. <laughs> Snaps to you. It's not that. It is literally the fact that, you know, these disgusting, transphobic people consume this as a way of objectifying Mm -hmm. and dehumanizing those trans bodies
0: yeah no absolutely so a real world example yes there you go and
1: story story.
0: (laughs) last but not least we have a quick trans tip to give you
1: yeah so um i I recently learned that I am uninsured. <laughs> Do with that information what you will. <laughs> Assume what you yeah. will of that information. Um, but I have been uninsured for, I, I'm guessing, the past few months, maybe a couple months. I'm not really sure what the time frame is. Um, but I've sort of learned a trick for getting your HRT or you, uh, yeah your, your hormone therapy um, cheaper. Um, so the easiest way is just to ask your pharmacist for coupons. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers, but them applying a coupon you still have to pay money and it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. but them applying a coupon made it only it was less than fifty dollars like I don't remember exactly what which again is unfortunate to have to pay and again I will acknowledge my privilege and say that I am in a financial space where I can afford to pay fifty dollars once a month to get my prescription I know not all trans folks are um but for myself it wasn't too bad um so yeah if if you are uninsured and have um, difficulties with getting your prescriptions mm-hmm. ask your pharmacist if they have any sort of uh, coupon that they can apply
0: mm-hmm. and with the coupon the price honestly wasn't that far off from how much it costs when you were insured
1: right i think it was maybe only like 20 within 20 dollars yeah yes. yeah so, so it wasn't too bad
0: so go get your hrt if you can yeah, we want go you to get have it, it if you we, need it
1: yes we do we do we do but yeah um i think that that's all we have right
0: yeah, wow. we did it.
1: We did do it. We're very excited to be back, Eight honestly. Eight months later. Yeah, you know, we just, I think like yesterday or two days ago, we're like, let's make a new episode. And we we're like, okay, and now here we are. We're so excited to be back for Tea Time Tuesday. woo We're sad to say we don't know that this means that we're going to have weekly episodes again.
0: Don't um, be mad
1: at us. Don't Please don't be mad at us. But I guess sort of what we were thinking about before is maybe just proceeding Um, Like whenever we have updates or Mm -hmm. new things arise, um, you know, like the name change process, for example, was an update and also a moment that we could share our experience and sort of help others. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, I think, where we're sort of leaning. Tea time is not over. We're just here and ready to give some information whenever we're able.
0: We're keeping you on your toes.
1: We are keeping you on your toes.
0: (laughs) Well, friends, it has been wonderful. Until we meet again.
1: Until we meet again. Thank you all and we will see you all next time.